In episode 20 of English for Czech People, me and Chris bitch about billionaires, we discuss the pros and cons of plastic surgery, and we learn the difference between take and last. We also do a bunch of cool vocab and answer a listener question. Hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> Never touching that thing again in my life. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Two out of ten. Yeah, that's not that great. Mm. Not that great. All right, are we are we safe? I think so. I think so. All right, Chris, should we get going for episode number twenty? I think so. English for Czech people. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, we've got some nice uh, Albert special prosecco here on offer. Eighty nine crowns. All right, cheers, fantastic. Chris. Cheers. Congratulations for making it to 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've done, we've done pretty good, right? I think so. We've done pretty good. I think, okay, all right, you know what? And right off the bat, yeah. I'm going to call you out on that because you called me out on healthily last week. You mean well? Yeah, to do pretty yeah. well. You know, we've done... It sh- okay. It sh- yeah, it should be we've done pretty well like because it's describing the word good yeah. with the way that you said it is describing to do, which is a verb. Yeah. So you need an adverb to describe mm-hmm. a verb. So you need to say, um, we have done pretty well, not yep. done good. Yeah. But, I've, yeah. We've done good. We've done heaps good. We did great. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, in real life it's said quite a lot, right? You know, incorrectly. Yeah. But like, that's part of normal English is that we often use bad grammar on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like you say, hey, how are you doing, man? You say, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You should say, I'm well, because mm-hmm. you're describing how you're doing. But often we just say, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like bad English. That's like your grandparents don't get too happy about. But anyway, so we made mm-hmm. it to 20 episodes. Uh, so guys, welcome back to English for Czech People, a Speak Like Me production. I'm Jacob from England. I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your friendly neighborhood English teachers from a distance, teaching you cool words through fun conversations and fixing your English and asking any questions that you may have. And this week we actually do have a question. Yes. Which I, I sent to you um, mm-hmm. before. To be honest, I still don't know the answer to it. So I think we'll it's, have to... It's a pickle. It, it is. It's a bit of a pickle. Oh, there's a, there's a word. So sometimes we use the word pickle uh, to talk about something that's a little bit, a, a little bit problematic, but in like a fun way you know yeah Ooh. what a pickle mm-hmm. what a pickle he got himself into such a pickle yeah it's just a nice little little expression so yeah we've cracked out the uh, prosecco today so busted it out we've busted out so Bit to crack out or bust out this is both very native stuff but it means you you produced you 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 open something you got it out of the cupboard or whatever so mm-hmm. we've, we're busting out the, the high quality 89 crown prosecco today uh anyway chris are you proud to have made it to uh 20 episodes yeah 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 for sure um 20 episodes of podcast of a Not podcast bad. is uh is pretty good mm. um i remember in the mid 2000s i was very very interested in web comics and um uh, there were quite a few that I read, uh, and I remember reading a statistic that with web comics, the average length that they get to before the artist gives up is like sixteen, okay, or something. Uh, so if we're outdoing, um, uh, if as a podcast we're outdoing a web comic, the average of a web comic, I think that that's uh, at least something to be happy yeah, about. Not bad because we do one every two weeks, so it means we've been going for forty weeks. Mm-hmm. 
It's pretty respectable, getting yeah. close to a year. And actually longer than that because uh, we've had a couple of three-week breaks. Have we? In the, in, yeah, in the past like two months or whatever. Okay. With you okay. going off to yeah. England and me needing yeah. to uh, not do one one week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we've kept it up pretty good and we're going to keep it going. Uh, I just want to mention the news again about that we're changing the name because mm-hmm. uh, at, in the last episode we mentioned it right at the end. So uh, we're going to be changing the name of the podcast to the Speak Like Me podcast because everything else in the school is Speak Like Me. That's the name of the school. And uh, English for Czech people name was a failed experiment from uh, of mine from last year. So we're going to be switching everything back to Speak Like Me. It's going to be called the Speak Like Me podcast from episode 25. So we've got five episodes, it's like two and a half months to get used to the change. It's going to be totally fine. We're going to have some sweet new artwork to uh, celebrate the change, All right. I guess, or to at least minimize the pain of it. Anyway, so yeah, so you, uh, guys, just don't be surprised in five episodes when it changes in your library do the speak like me podcast it's gonna be fine anyway chris i hope you got some fucking content because my week has been, <laughs> been bone dry, bone dry <laughs> sat in the office um and have you been up to anything the last two weeks um worth talking about or just i mean i don't know well? if it's uh, i don't know if it's worth talking about but uh uh, you know, just a couple more, a couple more dates with the lovely lady that I mentioned in the previous episode. Nice. Has um, she seen any more episodes? Um, maybe Have- I mentioned this on the previous one, uh, but no, she hasn't um, because uh, she felt that it was unfair <laughs> that she was getting to know me through the podcast oh my god uh, while um i was not getting to know her more so she felt that it was um asymmetrical that it was a little bit uneven uh and uh yeah so she she stopped listening to really? for that reason yeah I'm not sure what i think about that i guess it's nice mm-hmm if I had the, if I was going on a date with a girl and she had a podcast, I think I would definitely listen to it because I'd want to know what I'm getting into, you know. Because let's say that she, or let's say that you know, let's say that you're a crazy person, and it only comes out on the podcast. Uh huh. Wouldn't you want to know, like, if you were her, like, oh, sure. this dude's a fucking psycho. Yeah, he does Best mushrooms and has orgies. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. She was, uh, she was very interested in that. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it yeah, came yeah. up as a, as a topic. Uh, she's like, oh well, I can't wait to. Uh, yeah, I want to listen to that mushrooms and orgies episode. Um, and so we just listened to that part of it, and then I just to my like just myself, I I gave her a bit of a rundown. I gave her the rundown. What's a rundown, Chris? So this is like a summary. To give yeah. somebody the rundown on something is to give them a summary, um, a basic, uh, mm, an overall piece of information. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a summary, right? So what, mm-hmm. what, what's the rundown on the uh, on the financial situation? Can you yeah, that? yeah, 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 sure. I yeah, can you fine. give me a rundown on our uh, yeah on our numbers for the past? Yep. Yep. Well, the rundown on our podcast numbers are bad. We're uh-huh. going down. We we had peak popularity in uh, January. Okay. We got something like because they also have followers now on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we got like in January we got like three hundred new followers. Mm-hmm. In April today is the twenty ninth of April today. We've got something like twenty. Okay. Ten times less than that January. So we were doing something good in January. Yeah, right. We must have done something really cool. I don't and, know. and now everyone's like, oh, they're just sick of us. People are fed up. 
I guess so. Fed up with English or with uh, Chris and Jacob. Uh, we've, 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 we have just reached market saturation. Yeah, what's saturation? Okay, it was a lot of things actually, but uh, saturation uh, is the. Let's talk about water. It, 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 mm. It's used a lot to talk about water. Nice. So if something is saturated, it is holding the most amount of water that it can. All right, you can you can throw a bucket of water onto a shirt that is saturated, and it's just going to fall off. The fibers yeah. can't hold anymore. Yeah. So market saturation would be when there's just nobody else in the market to buy your product. Everybody has. Imagine if everybody in the Czech Republic has an iPhone. Well, who else yeah. is Apple going to sell an iPhone to in the Czech Republic? Nobody. The market is saturated. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Very nice. So. Um- do you mind my asking what you did for your dates? Did you do any cool stuff? Uh, well, we think that they were fun. Uh, I think that they were fun. Okay. Um, well, on uh, so on Easter weekend, our previous podcast was recorded uh, just before Easter weekend, and oh, yeah. uh, we just it was really nice. The weather was really nice, so we just had a nice uh, uh, picnic at uh, Grabovka. Oh, lovely! Yep, yep. Took a a picnic blanket and oh, damn. Uh, some. Uh, uh, did we take some booze? I can't remember. It was a lot of food. Just picnic food. Booze is chlast, like alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, just uh, sat there, enjoyed the sun, um, uh, enjoyed the view, enjoyed uh, enjoyed the park. It was great. Do you uh, have a picnic uh, basket? Uh, no, I do not have a picnic basket. A just a. Just a blanket. Uh, that okay. I, you were just loaded up the old backpack, huh. uh, and that served as the uh, as, as the picnic basket. Yeah. That served as slojilo, uh, slojilo yako. I think. Mm-hmm. I think serve is slojit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the week after that, um, we. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, last last Saturday we went to the farmers market in oh. Kulichak. Kulichak, yeah. Where's that? Uh, it's at Kulichak. Anybody will understand what uh, any native uh, okay. Prahan will what understand about, what, what about I mean. Stupid English people like okay. me. <laughs> so Kulichak. Uh, well, the word for Kulichak in English is roundabout. And oh. uh, this is the big roundabout in Davidse. Oh, okay. All right. So Vitezninamisti. Nobody calls it Vitezninamisti. They call it Kulichak. Kulichak. Yeah. Kulichak. Oh, that's new for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. So there's a farmer's market there. Um, it's great. So many great uh, stands or stalls. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Starnak. Yes. Uh, lots of great places to get to get coffee and, well, you know, farmer's market kind of uh, produce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that, that's how we did that in the morning. And then in the afternoon... I had a nice little Ikea date. I just went cruising around Ikea. What? It was awesome. Because we both, look, we both needed stuff for our own apartments. I needed okay. stuff for my apartment. She needed stuff for her apartment. Okay. And she's like moving from one to another. It's like, yeah, I could both go to Ikea. So we did it. And we both enjoy going to Ikea. Uh, we both wanted, um, for both of us, it had been a while since we had eaten the Swedish meatballs. Mm. Um, So that was another like uh, Perk uh, Yeah, another uh, another perk Another um, uh, key goal of ours Yeah, a perk Uh, is a Malavi Hodder Okay, 
Yeah. All right. Small benefit kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. Good word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, perk is fine. It's, it's often used with like jobs. Like it's not like a massive benefit. It's like a little perk. Like maybe... Uh, they leave fruit out on the yeah. kitchen bench. Free, fr- free fruit. That's a nice little perk. Even for us as English teachers often um, come up, uh, has a nice free fruit basket, mm-hmm. which I made the most of last week. Sure. Oh, it was great. Uh-huh. It was great. Yeah. yeah. I've got a pear that it wasn't quite ripe, but I've still got it on my desk at home. Ripe uh-huh. is um uh Jirali. Jirali, yep. Jirali. So it wasn't quite ripe. Not quite, no. So quite means like not not perfectly, like almost. Yeah. Almost, but not not quite. Mm-hmm. Not quite right. Yeah. Um So you still got it at home just ripening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you took home a not ripe pear. In preparation for the future, it's like, I'm going to leave this pair for a few weeks. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, hopefully not a few weeks, hopefully just a few days. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully it ripens uh, quickly <laughs> enough um, or gets ripe as a callback to a, a recent uh, mini grammar. Okay. I forgot about that one, but um, ripe is a funny word because it can also be a bit creepy, right? Because um, you can use it for other things as well, right? Uh. I'm just thinking out loud here. <laughs> well, she's right. Oh, that's. No? I, I mean, I guess, but like that's that's <laughs> hyper specific. Um, okay, maybe this is like a bit of a tangent to go off on, but mm, go uh, off on a tangent is odd botchet, odd tema, two, I believe. Okay, yeah. So it's a bit of a tangent to go off on. So when you said uh, a ripe, can, it can sound a little bit creepy. Yeah. Uh, the thing that for, that came to mind is a video that I watched many, many years ago about the um, the accent, about the the English accent in uh, during Shakespearean uh, England, um, and how a lot of the text is. Uh, it is revealed to be a joke or a play on words when you consider the accent. And uh, for example, in one play, I can't remember what, but one of the male actors talks about like, let's say like going out on the turn and they're going to, they're going to ripe and ripe. And that means just like, I don't know, like, I think like just get drunk or whatever. At the time it was slang to get drunk. Okay. But the in the accent, it sounds like we're going to ripe and ripe. So it it, it all of a sudden becomes that like- was, That wasn't too tasteful. No, <laughs> but that's what I mean. It yeah. gets a little bit creepy. Okay. Maybe tasteful is also a good word. Yeah. Tasteful, like not like tasting with your food, but if something is taste, if it is tasteful, it means it's like suitable for a public- uh, consumption it's suitable to be heard by people if a joke is not tasteful it means like it's not something that you would want to tell your grandmother it's like a bit disgusting rude like making a joke about like, like, a, like a sexy yeah uh, joke a sexual it's joke not very tasteful it might not be uh, it might not be particularly yeah. tasteful and you can or, also say a, a thing is done in bad taste yes and it means it was not done in a nice way but like kind of disgusting way yeah or like i say like making a joke about a person who recently died yeah yeah that's that would be not uh, tasteful yeah it would be not tasteful or distasteful yeah or uh done in bad taste done in bad taste i also like that it's nice done in bad taste um why are we talking about what are we talking about 
Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> the Shakespearean word... shit. What the fuck? What are we talking about? Ripe. Ripe. Yeah, okay. because we have yeah. <laughs> unripened pear on my desk. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. We're doing well. Episode 20 content. We're oh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> That's ever... a good phrase. We've had that so many times. We have? Okay. All dude, right. we've had that like five times. Okay. But all right, maybe we've me. never talked about it. No, you know what? Now that you mention it, I think you're right. To scrape. So scrape, I think it's... Mm-hmm. High five, man. <laughs> had to reach there. Had to dosach note there. I would check it's really like... Some we, point. we both know the words for scrape mm-hmm. and ripe. Yep. Because uh, not to be rude, but I always thought that my check was quite a lot better than yours. But now, it is definitely. But now, like, but you know these words, man. Ripe and they're scrape. Just, yeah, but they're just words. I, like I can say the individual word, but I can't construct a sentence around it. Yeah, but that's like stage one. Learn all the words, then just stick them together and learn a bit of grammar, mm-hmm. and you're there. All right. Anyway, um, so scrape, uh, to scrape the bottom of the barrel. So a barrel, do you know this in Czech? Sud. I was hoping to catch you out there. Jesus. Your Czech is on point. (laughs) So a sud, I believe, is a barrel. The big round, a cylindrical thing for carrying wine or beer in the past or whatever. Uh, To scrape the bottom of the barrel is scrap at the bottom of the sud. So it means like with your content, you've run out of the fresh content, the tasty content, and you're right at the bottom of the barrel trying to get the last little bits of content. So it's, it's used with content, right? We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for uh, new ideas for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. anything. We're um, definitely not, though. Mm-hmm. I've been watching more Joe Rogan. I don't want to get into this too much, sure. but um, uh, he was talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter sure. the other day. Um What's your thoughts on that? Do you care? Do you have any? Not really. Uh, As a lot of people have already pointed out, it's just one billionaire buying it from a whole bunch of other billionaires. Yeah. Um, The, I I guess the the thing to point out is that like, so the UN challenged him um, and other billionaires, I think saying that like our world hunger can be solved with $6 billion. And Which he was, was not true. Uh, well, apparently, okay. So this is my understanding of how it played out. Um, and he was like, he called he called bullshit on it. So he exclaimed, "I do not think that that is true." He called bullshit on it, yeah. and uh, uh, I was like, "All right, show me the numbers. All right, show me the maths. Do the maths. Um, and if it, if it works out, then I'll then I'll give you the uh, the six billion dollars to apparently solve world hunger." And like honestly, I I understand the doubt, but like I don't know. They gave him something. Like they produced it, and then he didn't do it. Anyway, no, they didn't produce it. I, I was following this story. Okay. The, the guy that said that was one dude from either the, I think it was from the UN. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just like said this number. Okay. Kind of, he pulled it out of his ass essentially. Mm. Um, but because he was a reasonably important guy, everyone takes his numbers seriously. Right. And, uh, then he was asked to prove it and he didn't have a whole lot. He came up with some figures, but it was not about solving world hunger completely. Okay. It was like just helping it a lot. I it suppose. was like maybe give everyone a lollipop or something. Okay. <laughs> it, it wasn't like solve world hunger forever, like uh-huh. 6 billion and you're done. Yeah. Cause if it was 6 billion and you're, you're done, mm. I think someone would have done it, mate. There's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of billionaires out there. Yeah. 
if it was really genuinely six billion, someone would have been like, oh, I guess I'll fucking solve world hunger today. Mm -hmm. Nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, Like at at the very least, like Bill Gates probably would have because, you know, say whatever you want about Bill Gates. He's got like anybody. He's got a lot of flaws, but he is an incredible philanthropist. Uh, somebody who uh, uh, does work for the greater good. And he does really good work in Africa. He does amazing work in Africa. He does. Um, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Something I found interesting, and I think we're going to get... I'm a bit of a controversial dude, I think, but like... (laughs) You know how there's all these comments about, oh, there shouldn't be billionaires and fuck all billionaires. Maybe there's something to there shouldn't be billionaires, but also like, I feel like people who say that if they became a billionaire, they would change their mind. Like if you worked your whole life to attain something and then you made it, you know, you made a massive company, you made billions. Why shouldn't you have billions if you, you made this huge thing? Like, because I, the, go on. Um, what was I going to say? Um, like, you know, why shouldn't you have it? I completely forgot. My, I, had a, I had a really good thought in my head. Okay. I'm sorry. I cut you off there. Well, I'll say mine. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe it'll come back You're to you. You're against billionaires? So, I mean, in a sense, like, okay. In a sense. Okay. So the thing is like, if you made a billion dollars, well, yeah, you would want it too. The question isn't just like the raw number of having a billion dollars because I don't know, it might be pretty easy to have a billion yen or... um. It's easier to have a billion crowns than a billion euros Mm -hmm. just because it's the numbers, right? The point is, is that how did you make that money? How did any of these people make that money? They made it through exploitation and like the vast, vast, vast majority of people made their money through exploitation. Jeff Bezos is a billionaire off of the backs of millions of workers who are going through terrible working conditions. Like it's not hard to find stories of Amazon workers just like needing to piss in bottles because they need to meet their quotas. Right. Um, but isn't the, there also a thing that if you have enough employees, like 200,000 or however many Amazon has, there's going to be a few who are like not living the best life. It's systemic. Yeah. It like, okay. It, I've not really uh, researched it, so I can't say. But. Okay. Well, again, it's not, uh, you only need to scratch the surface. Oh, you only nice. need to do yeah. a very basic level of research to understand like that um, uh, Jeff Bezos and, and Amazon as a company is the devil. Like they're really, really? bad. Okay. Um, like it is, it is policy that, you know, like order pickers in Amazon warehouses, they need to meet a certain amount of, um, uh, of orders per hour. And in order to do that, they can't take toilet breaks. They're expected to be robots. Okay. Um, and like their lunch hmm. breaks are like set up in such a way that like a lunch break is not an hour. Mm. It's half an hour because they need to get from one part of the warehouse to another yeah. and then, and, and so forth. Um, uh, I think it's hard to know the real truth though of like, like every factory and every city, because obviously whoever's the manager in each place will probably make their own decisions. Like I don't personally think it's about like Jeff Bezos sitting in his ivory tower deciding to be like a dictator. It's probably like got a bit out of his control, you know, like, don't you think? Jeff Bezos knows what's going on in his factories and he approves of it. It's Jeff Bezos. (laughs) If he wanted to change something in his companies, he would. And he's not because he knows that this is how he's making his money. Right. Pure right. exploitation. 
how do you th- like how is Nike and Adidas and or Adidas uh, or and all of these other companies, clothing companies, how are they as wealthy as they are? Near slave labor in Southeast Asia, and in some cases, like actual slave labor. Yeah, yeah. I'm against those clothing companies, but I like to try and see both sides. And on one side, like Jeff Bezos, he created a company which created 200,000 jobs. You know, that's pretty cool. It's not like they're all like on minimum wage and dying and pissing in bottles. I'm sure most of them are probably having, I know some friends who work in Amazon mm-hmm. and they're pretty happy there. Obviously, if you're the, like the lowest guy working in the factory, it's probably not the best, but like, isn't it, isn't it the same for any company, you know? Okay, but then it's like the lowest level of workers is like there's the most of them. So well, that's, are you, you know, then you're saying like, oh, okay, that's well. the world, isn't it? It doesn't favor the lowest people. And it should. I know it should. I agree. Yeah. So I this agree. is why there shouldn't be billionaires because if everybody was, uh, if, if people were getting paid what their labor is actually worth. Okay. So you're saying that you shouldn't be a billionaire because before you get to a billionaire, you should pay your people more so that you never reach a billion. So that they basically take the extra wealth that you would have gotten by going above a billion. Is that what you're... It should be capped. No, not not capped at all. Like I said, you know, you can talk about yen or crowns or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, people should get paid what they're worth. I agree. Uh, 100%. Yeah. And it's very clear that people are not getting paid what they're worth mm. um, when like people are needing to work however many jobs uh, in order to, um, in yeah. order to feed themselves, in order to yeah. survive. Um, because like this one job is not, uh, it's not paying enough. Like this was, uh, put on show quite obviously during the pandemic. And this is especially in the United States, but it happened in like, in lots of places all over the world that people were talking about like essential workers. Oh, but my God, look at all the, all these essential workers. We need people working at supermarkets. We need people working, um, uh, mm. doing these delivery jobs. We need order pickers at places like Amazon to fulfill these orders and then they can be delivered and like it reduces the amount that's, uh, 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 the amount of like person to person contact. See, these people are so essential. Why are they needing to work two or three jobs just to survive? Why are they, why is their minimum wage so mm. absolutely abysmal? Um, yeah. Uh, in this, in this sort of case, um, no, I don't do think. You, uh, do I you feel quite kind of passionately passionately about this kind of stuff? I do. I I, I uh, am very pro worker, um, and uh, do you believe that all billionaires are bad? No, no. What billionaires do you like? Uh, I mean, that's like saying like, do you pe- do believe all people are bad? Um, there are, and it's and it's hard to say. It's hard to s- talk about like. Yeah, good and bad billionaires or whatever. But do you have some personal favorites? Like, just, you know, guys, I, you're like, yeah, that guy's pretty badass. Like, Bill Gates, pretty cool. Using his wealth for good, mostly, I would say. I mean, to say, oh, he's, he's my favorite billionaire <laughs> is a ridiculous thing to say. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. like, okay, I, there, I, I, I see more, um, I see uh, some uh, more positives um, coming out of, um, let's say, uh, Bill Gates. Yeah. 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 Again, totally has 
however many faults that he has, you know, like write in the comments what you don't like about Bill Gates and sure, I'll agree with you. Uh, but he is uh, very philanthropic and I appreciate that. Philanthropic. So philanthropy, just in case you don't understand, is when you give money for charitable causes. Yep. Like trying to solve AIDS or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Malaria. Mm, malaria. Things like that. Yeah. Um, I just the other day, gosh, I can't remember his name, but there was a um, uh, there was a billionaire who um, uh, who gave who gave it all away. He he gave away um, uh, like a very he had like two or three billion dollars. Oh yeah. And then um, in enough. the later parts of his life, um, uh, gave it all away uh, to tar- to charitable causes and his net worth ended up being like $2 million Still enough, or something it? like that. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And then there is also like the concept of like labor billionaires, even if it's not like officially a billionaire, let's say like, you know, somebody who is worth like 600 million, 500 million, 600 billion, it's um, 600 million. It's not a billion, but it's a, unbelievable and ungodly yeah. amount of money right yeah. so there are there are labor uh, billionaires for example um uh, uh the basketballer um lebron james right right he has had however many um uh, uh sponsorship deals and all the rest of that and then the money that he actually got from didn't he die no which he, one died uh don't one know. of those super famous basketball guys died. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Like, uh, like Kobe it, Bryant. You're thinking of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. In the helicopter crash. A helicopter crash, yeah, right. in, uh, in, uh, in Southern California. Yeah. Um, or just California. Uh, no, LeBron James, I'm pretty sure is still, yeah, he's, he's still playing. If, if he wasn't, it would, okay. if he retired, it would be massive okay. news. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a billionaire. Like, as much as I, as much as I really, really hate it, um, it might not even be the case, but like some of the Kardashians, yeah, you know, uh, Kylie Kardashian, Kylie Kardashian apparently was the youngest female billionaire mm-hmm. from her makeup line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. In its own, which in its own way is exploitative. Like people had to put that together, um, and also like J.K. Rowling. Yep. J.K. Rowling is she's she's a billionaire. Um, Not surprising though, is that you create something like Harry Potter and yeah. being a billionaire makes sense. I feel like we might be a bit different here, which is that for me, for a lot of billionaires, I think well, good for you. You put in the time, you made a cool thing. Usually, millions or billions of people use it. Yeah, you're a billionaire. I'm Did- like. Did Elon Musk make every single Tesla? Did he put the rockets together that sent SpaceX? He to did the a moon? hell of a lot. But he, did he, he do all of it? No, of course he didn't do all of, of it. Of course he didn't. There are other people that did it as well. But there's a big difference between the guy who puts the car together and the guy who thinks about how to make the car. Yeah, sure. But you know, that's, that, that's just one. There's like many, the many, life, many, many cars. You know, like one person comes up with the idea and actually I heard that he, he was like the head designer of both like the rockets and the cars. He was there in the design studio making all the nuts and bolts, you know, not just saying fucking do it. Mm-hmm. He was deep in there. Sure. So he is a, I have to say, I'm a bit of an Elon fan because I just respect the work that he puts into things. Like mm-hmm. he obviously worked really hard to get where he is. And the vibe that I get from him, the the vibe is not that he's like, wants to be a billionaire. He doesn't, I don't think he gives a fuck. I think it's just about, he wants to make cool stuff, which I'm on board with. Um, so you said head designer. 
yeah. not only designer. Yeah. Like there were other designers in there doing it. And then the designs went down to the factory floor. It's the and same for everything. If you own the company, you're going to make the money, you know? Yeah. And like he should make like in the company, he should make the most amount of the money. Definitely. I do. I do agree but with not that. A thousand times but more. like, yeah, the disparity all right, the difference, the disparity between what um, a CEO earns. Disparity is a very uh, strong, a very advanced word. Disparity, mm-hmm. do you want to quickly explain? Uh, yeah, the difference. All right, there is a disparity uh, between how much a factory floor level worker uh, makes, the amount of money that they earn, and then how much money Elon Musk earns. Mm. Um, or Bill Gates, you know, the people that put together the computers and how much Bill Gates was earning uh, in, in, in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, and, just, and, and beyond, obviously. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I things think we're I, I, think. Into, I feel like we've talked about billionaires before. I think we have a, like a mild obsession. I don't think so. I'm I feel like sure. we've talked about it a couple of times, maybe. But uh, so if you were a king of the world, Chris, how would you have it work? Dude, I don't know. You would say no billionaires. Again, like I'm not communism. against communism. What I'm would not, you I'm, say? I'm, I'm not against billionaires. Uh, like there are labor billionaires that exist, and that's totally fine. Um, if you're able to get there with like, I mean, like everybody's exploited uh, a little bit in one way or another. But if you're like, if, if one of the main ways that you're getting money is through exploitation, then I just don't think that that should be like something that's looked up to. So if you owned a massive company like Amazon mm-hmm. and if you paid your people minimum wage, you can make 10 billion or if you could pay them double that, you can make 5 billion. You would choose the 5 billion one. Like you would choose, you would pay your guys if you own the company. Cause you know, this this whole thing you, you've got to like, you owe it to the shareholders to make as much profit as possible. Yeah. You think, cause that's what I think is wrong. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what I think fucks everything up is, you know, having that fiduciary, which means financial, uh, financial mm-hmm. responsibility to maximize the return for the shareholders. That's yeah. what every company has as its mission, to maximize the return for the shareholders. Mm-hmm. That leads to this fucked up situation. It's and one of many, many contributing chasing, factors. Chasing constant growth, chasing all this stuff. I've always been a believer of like, if you've got a good company making a good thing, you should pay your people well. They should be happy. If you can create a cool thing that creates a good economy, that creates good jobs, good products, and you should pay your people better. You shouldn't be chasing constant growth. Who cares if you don't grow? Mm-hmm. Who cares if Netflix is the same size now as it was last year? Mm-hmm. Everyone's still loving the shows. People are getting paid. Why does it have to be bigger every single year? You can't always get bigger. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's the most Absolutely. dumb thing. I was actually having a big conversation about this with a friend uh, last week. How I hate the focus on constant growth. Every business has to be growing by 10% every year. And if it only grows 6%, people freak out. If it doesn't grow, it was like, oh my God, it's failing. I'm like, there's only so many people in the world. Yep. Netflix is up to 200 and I believe 12, 212 million subscribers. And they lost 200,000 in mm-hmm. the last quarter, right? And the whole news thing was like, went mental yep. on the internet about they've lost 200,000. I'm like 200,000 out of 212 million. And they exited Russia because of all the invasion. Obviously who cares? 200,000 is nothing. It's a drop in the bucket, a drop in the bucket. I'm like, people just go mental for this stuff. 
and that just pisses me off. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yes, who gives I completely a fuck? Like, agree. Like for speak like me, mm-hmm. we're growing very slowly, but I don't give a fuck. I'm mm-hmm. like, if we, if we can have like 10 people working here, mm-hmm. having good jobs, make, teaching people English, having a good time, I don't care. Mm-hmm. We can all keep going, having a good life. Yeah. Who cares if it's 5% bigger every year? I don't get it. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, uh, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm all about, as you said, like a, a, a good idea and then making it well and, uh, being, uh, socially and, and environmentally responsible mm-hmm. and then, yeah, pay your people well. And yeah. if the way that they're working is making the company earn more money, well, then they should probably earn more money as well. Mm. Um, because like they're what got yeah. you there, you know, Elon just, can't yeah. do it without all the people putting the Teslas together. Exactly. Um, uh, so be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Uh, that's a bit lame, but like the world would be such a nicer place if people were just a bit more kind mm. and nice, not just chasing after like how many more billions you have. Just be like, I'm going to pay all my guys double yep. because I can afford it. Everyone would be so happy. I think so. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Like for me, if I ever made more than a million pounds, money would lose all meaning to me. Mm-hmm. I would not care about the difference between one million, okay, maybe five million because yeah. you wouldn't have enough for your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah But exactly. if I reach like five, 10 million, I've, after that, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. As long as I've got enough for me and my family for the rest of my life and their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Make everyone else's life better. Why not? But for, unfortunately for other people, it's a game and it's not about money. It's, it's about the number yeah. going up. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, we've been uh, <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel of this billionaire. <laughs> One last thing that I want to say yeah, about, uh, about Elon Musk um, to call out a thing that you said about him is that like, oh, he started from nothing and or something along the lines of that. Um, uh, as most of these billionaires, he absolutely did not. Uh, his parents owned an emerald mine in South Africa. And emerald mining is famously, much like diamond mining, um, uh, tragically exploitative. Uh, but did so- Elon gain from that? Absolutely, of course they he gave did. him cash. Yeah, they gave him money. Just like uh, uh, Trump got however much money from his dad. Um, uh, Bill Gates okay. uh, himself was like very, very much um, helped by the position that her his mother had at IBM. Really? And uh, yep, I was and under the impression that Elon's dad was a bit abusive. Perhaps I didn't know he gave him money. Um, through okay, one, well, good yeah. for him. Okay, oh, I'm not good for him. What we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, okay, um, okay. I have a couple of small things that happened this week. Yeah, please and, do uh, tell. Yeah, guys, uh, don't worry. We are going to get to our words of the week and our Chinglish and useful things as always. Mm-hmm. And we have been kind of forgetting this episode to. <laughs> explain the English we're talking about. <laughs> to be honest, we're just having a bit of a chat. Yeah. Talking about billionaires. <laughs> Fucking talking about billionaires. <laughs> While sipping Prosecco out Getting of Getting a bit loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Fuck yes. those I, billionaires. I quite disagree Top up my Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony man. is not lost on us, yeah. dear listener. Mm. Uh, has this ever happened to you, Chris? Where you've... Um, so you know how it's like a convention convention is like a a thing which is done in polite society i guess uh to kiss a girl on the cheek when you see her right? sure do you usually go for one or two 
usually go for one. Um, left? Yeah, in, oh, I don't know. You, you just, don't, okay. I, I guess, yeah, 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 yeah. It would be the left. Um, but yeah, just, just one. Um, right. In Australia, it's only one. Okay. Um, because just, I thought it was kind of funny that this happened to me in the last couple of weeks twice. Mm. That uh, I, uh, I had like this meeting with this girl, like kind of same age as me, who was uh, quite tall, mm-hmm. quite tall about six foot or something, taller than me. I'm five foot nine. And uh, I went in for the cheek kiss and somehow, (laughs) somehow kind of missed and got the neck. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I didn't know what to do because it was like, do I mention that I just totally kissed your neck? And it's super like, like a neck kiss is a very much more sexy thing than a cheek kiss. Yeah. But it's quite, I kind of went in for it kind of quickly. She was quite tall. I kind of just missed uh-huh and kissed her neck and i was like dude that was cringy think, man uh, yeah, that never like, happened to you uh no no thankfully dude, not. it happens to me twice in two weeks uh-huh it, it, and both times you kissed the neck yeah okay wait was it the same girl yeah all right man you should have called it out like on yourself all right we've talked about this before self-deprecating humor you know in, in if, if when you make fun of yourself uh yeah. if it were me um, I would have been like, oh, oh, oh my God, look at me doing that. That's, uh, uh, yeah, that was a bit silly or, or, or something <laughs> something along the lines of that. Or like, oh, I really fucked that one up here. Let's try again. And then, yeah, no. I've done that before with a handshake where I was like, I, I gave up. like a, we call it a wet fish <laughs> handshake. Or, or wet fish or dead fish. Maybe it's dead fish um, handshake. And like, I, I knew that I gave it. I was like, Oh, let's try that again. I fucked that handshake up, you know? Um, what the fuck is a dead fish handshake? When you just like, you know, it's really limp. Like you give, like you don't, it's not firm, like not a firm handshake, basically. So uh, with handshakes, limp means like, um, like slabby or something. Like there's no strength mm-hmm. to the handshake. How can you like accidentally do that? I, I don't never, know. I've never just, done that in my life. I just wasn't thinking about it or whatever. And I was like, oh, you yeah, just, that was a piss weak handshake. Just went all floppy. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes I sort of like miss the wrong part of the hand and I accidentally like sort of grab their fingers. Yeah. The fing- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hate that. I hate mm-hmm. that when that happens. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, fuck. All right. Let's try that again. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. That was not too fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Random note. I literally wrote down on my iPad because I write down in our podcast notes like things to talk about, you Uh know. And the note for this one is going in for the cheek kiss and getting neck by mistake. (laughs) 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 And uh, yeah. Oh my God. And the other thing is, uh, this was actually from a few weeks ago. This was... um, I almost don't want to talk about this stuff because I think these guys are going to listen to it, but fuck it. So I went on this date with this girl from the office. I think I mentioned um, nothing really happened there. Apparently I'm not interesting, but um, we went to a party. Um, Her boss's party. Okay. Because we had this date, went out for Prosecco and she was like, hey, like my boss said you can come back to his place if you want. And he's having like a birthday party. And I was like, okay, um, sure, no problem, why not? So we, we go to her boss's place, and we walk in the door, and within two seconds, I was like, this is weird. Okay. This is weird. Can you guess, Chris, what was weird? 
What's the first thing in a millisecond you can be like, just realize something's wrong? Uh, I would say either the smell or the layout of the apartment. It was the guests. It was the people at the party. Okay. All of them, and this is not not an exaggeration, all of them were insanely good looking. Okay. Beyond the level of being normal. Okay. Like one of them would have been the hottest person at any other party. Right. But there was 15 of them. Okay, sorry, listeners. We uh, I just moved my microphone and destroyed the cable a little bit, but we're back now. Um, so I was saying, so I went in there and everyone was a... Where's my Prosecco oh, gone? Over here. I moved it over here because oh. you were oh, okay. quite vigorously, call back, moving <laughs> yeah. around on the couch. Yeah. So I but thought it was a dangerous situation. Got a bit there. Yeah. But everyone was like weirdly good looking. Like, like everyone was a 10 out of 10, call back to a previous episode. Everybody was a 9 or a 10 out of 10. Close. Yeah. One of the guys was this guy in the office you saw earlier, the porn, okay. the porn star. Okay. And so they were all stupid, like the guys and the girls, they were all really hot. Okay. I was the only like normal person there, mm-hmm. which was weird. It's just a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. I was like, there should not be this many like super hot people in one place. It's just strange. Uh-huh. And what made it more weird is the boss, right, of the date that I was on. Yep. He came over to me and he was like, um, kind of introducing me to all the people in the room. But in, oh, I don't want to say this in case he listens, but like, he was like, so this is this guy. He was like the best body in Czech Republic 2017. Then okay. this guy's a model for this magazine. And this guy's a porn star. Uh-huh. And there's this girl. She's a porn star too. And this girl's a model for this thing. And I was like, dude, I feel like you just went through your whole Facebook friend list and chose like the 15 supermodels and invited them to your party mm-hmm. where's the normal people man uh-huh why am i here uh-huh but maybe that's just the circles that he runs in maybe but it was just a weird vibe man and like they were like super i guess it's normal but like doing a bunch of shots okay and we're all like everyone's like 30 mm-hmm. and it was like shots 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 all night long man I did one shot when we arrived because it's his birthday. I was like, I'll do one shot. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I finished the one shot, he was like, now try this shot. Now try this shot. I was like, I got fucking wasted. Okay. And I hate getting wasted. Okay. I got, they had fucking beer pong. Okay. Which I've not seen since uni. But the beer pong, so beer pong, if you don't know, is when you, you bounce the, um, so you have your like these plastic beer cups on the table uh, full of beer, usually. And you have a ping pong ball, tennis table ball, and you bounce it on the table. And if it lands in the cup, then the other person has to, to drink from the cup. But our cups were full of Prosecco and they were like freaking one third full each cup. That's deadly. It was like three massive swallows. A sw- to swallow is spolknot. So I'm guessing a, a swallow is spolka, something like that. Dude, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. I got fucking wasted. All the girls had massive fake tits as well. Okay. And like fake lips. They all had the fake lips, man. <laughs> What's with the fake lips? It looks so bad. And they're all about it. Uh-huh. To be all about something means you super like it. Girls right now, they're all about the fake lips. It's all in England as well when I went back there. Okay, sure. All about the fake lips. And I think it's because it's like it's cheaper and more accessible these days. 
what I was saying to my gran about it, because we were talking about this, is, you know, when they start like a new um, plastic surgery, like right at the beginning, the early days of boob jobs, they were pretty bad. They were not good. And now they're pretty, I guess, they're much better. They look much more realistic. Um, Whereas the lip jobs, like I would have assumed the doctors have had enough time to make them better. But they still look bad. Like, or, and I'm starting to realize that the girls, they want to look like that. It's not that they did it and it was a mistake and they're like, oh, fuck, you fucked my lips up. I think they want it to look like that. We're like, yes. they're, they sort of, they're popping out and they're obviously fake. Yes, absolutely. And that blows my, blows my mind because I thought that plastic surgery is about not being obvious that it's fake, that it's just like you have just nice boobs or a nice ass, but it shouldn't be obvious. Uh, I mean, some people would like, they, they, yeah, they do it for their own, like, um, well, for whatever reason that they want. And yeah, some people would want it to be uh, subtle um, and unnoticeable. Subtle and, is nenarpatni. That's a good word. And, uh, and that does happen. Like, as you said, like doctors are able or the, these um, aestheticians oh, are dude. able to um, th- th- give lip injections and it looks quote unquote natural. Right. Um, but yeah, no, like the, 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 there are people that want it to be like um, that want, they want it to look fake. So you talked about uh, breast augmentation surgery, boob jobs, boob jobs, um, that the, the technology has come a long way and it has, and it is possible for, um, uh, for boob jobs to look very convincing. Really? Like, yeah, they look very, very real. Um, and you can, like, women can have that option if they really want. But a lot of them, well, not a lot of them. There are many that don't. They want the, um, they want still the fake look because there are, uh, there are men that, like, so, like, you know, we should you, definitely have a girl on this podcast because mm-hmm. right now we're two dudes saying, yes. this is what women want. They want to have this and this. We don't. Well, that's really why I'm know. trying to be very careful yeah. and say, like, there are women that do this and there are women that don't. All right. I'm trying to, like, yeah, there, yeah. there is a subset of the population that does this. Not all, not most. There is some. Um, and that objectively is true. Uh, but yeah, they, they specifically elect for more fake looking, um, uh, for more fake looking plastic surgery because then people see it and they know that it's fake and that is specific look uh, that particular Mm. um, uh, people are going for. And there's like, look, a way that one of my friends put it is like when a girl has, uh, when a woman has fake boobs, there is an attitude that comes with having fake boobs, right? Like there is a certain stereotypically, not every one of them, of course, there is a kind of woman that will get fake boobs. Oh yeah. Right. And then, uh, and, and maybe that kind of woman is trying to broadcast that fact to the kind of men that she is mm. trying to attract. Really? And that okay. I, I could see that obviously that would be true of lips and the fake butts as well. Okay. That's what's um, your opinion on the fake like stuff. If it makes you, ha- if it makes them happy no. and it's not, I mean like, do you find it attractive? Any, th- any of it? Fake boobs, fake ass. Sure. Fake- why not? Yeah. Oh, fake asses. No, because the technology is not there yet. <laughs> uh, but it's not. Yeah. It no, not. it's uh, Jesus. Like some, some of the chariots uh, that these, uh, the, the, some of these um, BBLs, 
Brazilian butt lifts. That's the, uh, that's the you name. You know about this? this? You know way more than I know. BBLs, guys. Yeah. Brazilian butt lifts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, they're just, they, they don't really don't look good. So if you were with a girl mm-hmm. and she like had some stuff done, mm-hmm. to have something done means you had some surgery plastic surgery mm-hmm. to have something done. I had my nose done. Didn't we mention this like two episodes ago? I had my boobs done. Mm-hmm. I had my ass done. That mm-hmm. sounds weird. But okay, um, would you be like turned off? So turn on is right. So that turn off is the opposite. You're with a girl and you find out, oh, fake ass. Would you be like against or yeah, fuck it. I mean, if I was with her, I'm already attracted to her to the yeah. level that, you know, like that this is... Uh, something that I'm finding out. So, okay. Yeah, no. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> we're really, uh, <laughs> this is not the finest episode no. we've done. <laughs> <laughs> Title Billionaires and Boobs Jobs. Easy. Oh, yes. Good job, Chris. <laughs> Billionaires and boob jobs. That's the first time you've come up with a title because I usually have to, because I usually after the uh, podcast, I go and I, I watch it again mm-hmm. to edit it. And I'm making notes of the things we're talking about during. And like, what could be a good title for this episode? Mm-hmm. Billionaires and boob jobs. That's great. Got the alliteration going with the BB. Yep. That's great. All right, Chris, we've got a couple minutes left. So let's do our, uh, should we go into our Chinglish useful things and word of the week? Yes. Let's move on. Let's move on. Sure. Guys, we'll be back in a couple of seconds for our Chinglish useful things, Chinglish and useful things and words of the week. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, so it's time for some, let's do some words of the week to start off, Chris. Um, let's start off with your one. What do you have for our word of the week? Okay, for this so week? my word of the week is I can't help it. So, nemuju si pomotst. Nemuju si pomotst. Yep. Piek me. Uh, and it means when you just, you can't resist doing something or, uh, yeah, you can't resist doing something. So, like, uh, I, I, sh- I shouldn't, you know, maybe you're on a diet or whatever, and you should not be eating chocolate or whatever, but there's some chocolate right in front of you. Like, oh my God, I just, I can't help it. I can't help, uh, but eat some of this chocolate that mm, I, uh, that, nice. I, that I, that I really want to eat. Okay. Um, or, uh, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Well, so what about the form of this, uh, sentence then? So you just said, I can't help, but eat this chocolate. So that's one form, right? I can't mm-hmm. help, but, mm-hmm. and then the bare infinitive, I can't help, but do, I can't help. I'm sorry, Chris. I just, I can't help, but feel that, uh, fake boobs, are fake the, boobs the best are... thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> I'm so not into them. Uh-huh. I would much rather have no boobs than fake boobs. Okay. Sure. Are you of the same opinion? Uh, no, no worries. If not, no judgment. I mean, look, it's so dependent on, on, on a bunch of different factors. So, you know. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. What's the other f- form with I can't help, Chris? Uh, I, uh, I can't help. Well, you could have I can't help and ING. So there's, uh, the, there's this famous Elvis song, I can't help falling in love with you. Oh, man. For example. Can I take... So, okay. So grammar-wise, two points. I can't help but do something or I can't help doing something. Both of them possible. Yep. Um, oh, 
going to get a bit off track here, but can I tell you a very quick story about I can't help falling in love with you? Sure. So I was actually very proud of myself. Uh, I try and do cute things when I have girlfriends, right? And my ex-girlfriend, Yana, did you ever meet her? I don't think so. The blonde one? No? Okay. Um, So I was in America for um, like three weeks. And I know that she liked this song. So what I did is I filmed myself singing I can't help falling in love but I filmed it in like 10 different locations around America yeah and then afterwards got onto all of the old Premiere Pro Uh stitched it up together so that like each like half of the verse or whatever was in a different location Uh in America and I was holding in each location this present that I had bought her right and so it started with me like f- flying to America and then singing it around America, but holding this present the whole time, this little box thing. And then I, on the way back, I was like, I can't help falling alone with you. Mm. And it was like on the plane, you know, like me singing with this box thing. Then when she finished watching the video, I had the box. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, it should have been like a proposal. <laughs> but it was just like, a, I think it was... Um, earrings i think okay but i was so fucking proud of my my creativity creativity and forethought Mm -hmm. forethought is like thinking before something because i planned this whole shit out before the first three weeks it was fucking romantic that's awesome dude i've got the videos i can show you the video next time it was Uh like maybe uh i can put it on the buy me a coffee page Uh if people donate some money for us to get to see my video That's a bit wrong, but yeah. Pretty proud of myself. Yeah, you should be. That's heaps of romantic. Just saying, ladies, if you're listening, mm-hmm. currently single, All right. such things are available. <laughs> uh, okay, it so- It could be you. It could be you. So I can't help doing mm. something, or I can't help but do something. Nice. My word of the week is to go on, to go on for, to go on for. Now, this is- one of those words that I said this week, I taught it in a lesson and I realized, oh my God, I've never taught this word really? in my years of teaching, but it's something I say all the time. It's the same as last in the meaning of trivat, the duration of something. So I want to just explain the difference because it's like a small difference, which is last is usually for things which have a set beginning and end where you know how long it lasts. You can say this this movie lasts 90 minutes or our lessons last one hour. Usually, this is not like a hard rule, but it usually has a fixed beginning and end. It lasts two hours. Whereas go on for is usually used for things where there's no set limit and it can be kind of more like, it can change a little bit. So you would say things like, so how long do these podcasts usually go on for how long do they last nothing wrong with saying how do they how long do they last but how long do they go on for just has a nice feel to it often for things where you don't know what the usual time is and you're interested if you go to a conference you'd say oh my god this is fucking boring like how long do these speeches usually go on for i would definitely say that rather than how long do these speeches usually last Mm. Both, both are possible. But would you agree that go on for it might be what you would say? Uh, okay. Be so, honest. I don't mind if it's, if it's different. Yeah. So I would say 
to go for, not even go on, but just okay. to go for. Like, how long does how long is this going to go for? Yeah. Uh, how long uh, this song goes for three and a half minutes? Uh, the film goes for uh, two hours, etc. Okay. So go for or go on for. Personally, I would definitely say go on for. But you know, each to their own. Mm-hmm. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> So go on for is just another way to say last. Usually with things, you don't know how long it lasts. So these podcasts, how long do they usually go on for, Chris? Uh, Well, they started off going for one hour, but then a couple of episodes ago, they started going for an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minutes. But today we're keeping it kind of short-ish because uh, you have to go for some stuff. Yes, I have a hard out. I have a time that I need to leave. Okay, in that case, can we do a very quick Chinglish Newsful thing? Yes. All right, guys. So last time... We had, talking about moods, I'm in a mood, I'm in the mood for something, so go and listen to the last episode if you want that one. Today, Jesus, where is it? <laughs> Chris, where's the moods? I'm looking at the fucking book. <laughs> oh my God. This episode uh, okay. is just getting it's, better and better. It's written, the fuck? Oh yeah, okay. Taken last. Oh, oh yeah, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> it all works out. Okay, take and last. Oh, man. Um, okay, so take and last. Thruvat mm-hmm. and thruvat. When to say it takes, when to say it lasts. Pretty easy one, guys. Take is with actions and transport. Actions, for example, it takes me 20 minutes to have a shower. It takes me 20 minutes to set up this podcast. How long did it take you to... Get to the office today. Get to the office today, because that's like a transport one. Actions or transport. Like the flight takes 10 hours. Fl- uh, actions or transport is with take. And the form is like, it takes me, it takes you 20 minutes to do something. So, Chris, how long does it take you to do your hair in the morning? It takes me zero minutes to do my hair in the morning. Damn, sorry. I just kind of, uh, you know, fluff it forward or, you know, straighten it up nice. uh, a little bit and uh, uh, brush it just okay. loosely with my fingers. Um, and that's it. <laughs> what? Did, did you say loosely? It, yeah, I brush it loosely with my fingers. Okay. <laughs> it, just, it just took on a slightly a slightly more creepy vibe than... No, it, it I just didn't. brush it with my fingers. Saying I brush it loosely with my fingers, it just sounded a bit off to me. I, just, I think that's on you, mate. That's on me. Um, speaking of your hair, so <laughs> I, I'm currently trying to prepare the new artwork for the podcast, right? And I was thinking about, we're going to have like our two faces, but like cartoon versions, yep. but like blacked out, like okay. black outlines. Mm. And like try and make us a bit more look a bit more cool than we actually do in real life. So I thought okay. with you, it could be like the cool like perm hair coming over the forehead. Mm-hmm. And for me, it could be like a bit of a beard going on. Okay. And try and make us look like two kind of badasses. Sure. Is that cool? Yep. Okay, nice. I'll show you some stuff when it's done. All right. So take and last. Take actions and transport. Last is just the duration of a thing. Like the movie lasts an hour. That's not an action. It's not a transport. It's just how long something continues for. Or um, our lessons last an hour, for example. Some lessons last an hour and a half, Mm, so forth. It's true. But important to know is there's another usage of last, which is like vidrushet, which means like to how long something can survive before it 
disappears. So you can say things like, if you left me in the desert by myself with no water or anything, I could probably last about a day and then I would be dead. Yep. So last is how long something can survive. Um, can be with anything. If you get make a nice cake and put it on the table, you would say, well, I think that cake will last about 20 minutes. And then it'll be gone. It means that's how long the cake will survive. Yeah, because people will eat it, all right? Like, there yep. can be two uses of, like, uh, using this with food, all right? It, the cake will last 20 minutes because everybody will eat it, Yeah. all right? But if there's nobody to eat it, how long will a cake last before it is rotten, uh, before it rots, which I believe is neat? Uh, or skazit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. A cake might last a week or a couple of weeks. Maybe. How long does bread last? Yeah. Yeah, about that long. Yeah. So it takes you, it takes you about two hours to make a cake and then it can last for a week. Yep. It's pretty cool. You can also say things like last me. For example, Chris, if I gave you a bottle of whiskey, how long do you think it would last you? How long would it survive with you? It would last months because I just don't drink that often. So it would last me. Uh, it would last me quite a long time. Yeah. That's yeah. a phrase that Czech people often don't know. Last me. Like how long it would survive with me. Yeah. It can be with money as well. Like Chris, how long would a thousand crowns last you? Yeah. It would last me uh, a couple of days, I nice. suppose. Yep. Nice. All right, guys, we're done. No worries. That's it. <laughs> Chris has got better things to go and do. So that's episode 20. A uh, bit of a letdown. I, I, was, I was hoping for like a super pumped episode, like boom. <laughs> but I've had a long week. You've had a long week. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. That's so all right. Word-wise today, we've had uh, a rundown. It's like a summary. Saturation. It's kind of boring. Uh, I like this tasteful. Mm -hmm. It was tasteful. It was not tasteful. It was done in bad taste. A perk is like a Malavi hotter. To scrape the bottom of the barrel. We say that so often that I'm glad we talked about it finally. Mm. Uh, disparity is the difference, usually in money. The disparity between the rich and the poor is, is awful. Subtle is Nenarpadni. And the title is going to be Billionaires and Boob Jobs. <laughs> nice. Uh, just to quickly, like, unsaturated. Um, this is a good different way of saying upulnye mokri. All right. And then people will say, oh, I it was raining and I got completely wet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a shit way of saying it. Yeah, but you say, wouldn't say I got completely saturated. You would say I got saturated. No. Yes. You would get, you'd say I got completely soaked. Sure. Or I got completely Drenched. drenched. And saturated. I would never say in my life I got completely saturated. All right, I would. Really? Yes. Genuinely? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. It's yes. fine. It's no problem. We're not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we've got a quick listener question, can we? Okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Fuck. Yeah. Is that all right? Ah, go okay. on. Okay, it's a quick one. Uh, this was from Roman Krzenek. I feel like we had him in the past. Probably. I think he's a super fan. Mm. Uh, he said, dear Jacob and Chris, would you be so kind and tell me what the difference is between revenge and vengeance? And is a verb avenge connected to either of these two nouns? I would say that revenge and vengeance is basically the same thing. All right. I, I sought revenge against those who killed my family. I sought I 
Yeah, I, 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 I looked for, I wanted. Um, and then you could just take the word vengeance and put it in there. Yeah. Um, What's the thing with um, a dish served cold? Revenge is a yeah. dish best served cold. Look, these are very, po- it's a very poetic uh, concept, right? Revenge is very literary. So there are specific sayings that will have one thing or another to come back with a vengeance. All right. You wouldn't say to come back with revenge. You would say to come back with a vengeance, but then you would say revenge is a dish best served cold, not vengeance is a dish best served cold. Uh, Basically what we're trying to say is that the same meaning revenge, which is pomsta, pomsta and vengeance are the same thing. But they have different collocations. They go together with different words better. Like, uh, this is my revenge. Sounds a bit better than this is my vengeance. Yes. But what's the... Which one goes with enact? I'm going to enact vengeance on you. Um, okay, so I enact vengeance or to enact my revenge? I would say, but like, how often this is, is this so used? This is so fancy English, like enact. Mm-hmm. I think it's only used with vengeance or revenge to enact my revenge. Mm-hmm. I saw it in Game of Thrones yesterday. Okay. Uh, to enact, E-N-A-C-T goes together with vengeance or revenge. And it means like, do it basically, yeah. make it happen. I'm going to enact my revenge one day. Mm-hmm. This is some fancy English. This is not necessary for normal life. And the verb to avenge is connected to those words. Yes. Yep. It is the verb for it, basically. Because so you can't to- say, I'm going to revenge my wife. Yeah. You say, I'm going to avenge my wife's murder. Yeah, I'm going to avenge. Yeah, I'm going to avenge my family's honor or something like that. Which means yeah. you're going to get revenge for what happened to them. Yeah. You'll seek justice against the people that... Uh, <laughs> this is so advanced. Mm-hmm. Roman Krenak, you opened a can of worms here. <laughs> this is a very advanced stuff, a uh, very advanced topic. Uh-huh. Opened but, a can of uh, horseradish. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Because his name is Krenak. It's like Kshen. The word for Kshen is horseradish. Oh, man. All right, guys. I think we're done. Um, <laughs> I think we were done half an hour ago. <laughs> we're done, man. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed this episode or <laughs> any of our other episodes, uh, if you want to support the show, you can go over to where, Chris? Uh, uh, Mon- for monetarily support. Yeah. Uh, so buy me a coffee uh, dot com slash uh, speak, speak like, me. like me. Yep. Buy me a coffee dot com forward slash speak like me. You can give us some money there if you would like five euros or one euro a month, whatever you like. Uh, we would appreciate that. Uh, and if you, when, when you donate some money as well, you can also leave a comment. And if you do, we will definitely read out that comment on the podcast. So you can be famous for a couple of minutes. Um, if you've got any questions for us, Chris, where can the email? Uh, speak like me at, no, podcast at speak like me. Noise, noise. Podcast at speaklikeme.cz. You can ask us about any grammar stuff, vocab stuff, any personal questions. And if you would like to learn English with us, that's what we do, man. We've got some really cool video courses on our website, speaklikeme.cz. Got two video courses, Essential English, which is all of English grammar explained for Czech people, and Chinglish and Useful Things, which is stuff like you get in this uh, podcast. Like talking about I'm in a mood 
or worth or used to, whatever. All these small little useful things that are used all the time, but often Czech people don't understand. You can get both those courses on our website. You can also get our app, the Speak Like Me app, which has all the words that uh, Czech people don't really know, but they should know with nice Czech translations and example sentences, and you can revise on there. And then, of course, there's this podcast for the listening practice. Um, yeah, um, there's no comments or reviews to read out this week, really. Uh, sadly, a couple of comments on YouTube saying we're doing a good job. Thanks for those. Thanks to those people. And if you want to follow us on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, we are Speak Like Me on YouTube. We're Speak Like Me on Facebook and we're Speak Like Me Prague on Instagram, which is where we put a word of the day every single day. Pretty fun stuff. And lastly, of course, you can give us some stars if you would like on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or leave us some comments and likes and subscribes on YouTube. Please do. Like, comment and subscribe. Yep. We're also on YouTube if you want to see our lovely faces getting slowly drunk on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Chris, anything to add? Just as always, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. Look forward to seeing you again next time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Chris, do you think the podcast will have evolved much in the next 20 episodes? Here's hoping, I suppose. Here's hoping. We'll get even better and better. Guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. And we'll see you in episode 21. See you then, guys. Ahoy, Ki. Yeah.